Hello and welcome to the Drinking Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and talk about it. Hello and welcome, everybody. Episode number 59, <laughs> this is the one that we love the most, the movie that just came out, and the movie that's probably, you know, we're talking about it two weeks later, but it is The Avengers, and we are finally here. The culmination of all 18 films led to this moment where everyone dies. What? <laughs> No! Just no! <laughs> Darth Vader. <laughs> no! Oh, no, I didn't mean to do that. Sorry. Everyone does. <laughs> we'll put an end to this shit. We're so sick of these movies. Alright, so it's been a couple weeks since the release of the film, so hopefully I don't have to really say this, but spoiler alert. Big time. Um, yeah, everybody does not die. <laughs> Just the majority of them. <laughs> Uh, but here we are. We have a timeline that we're going to go through. We wrote it up on the, uh, the spreadsheet that we, you know, spreadsheet, the, the document that we usually kind of put our show notes on and we kind of broke things up, uh, how we're going to talk about them. Uh, we're going to break them down. How? Kind of by the storyline. So we've got the Thor story with the rocket and Groot. We've got the other half of the guardians, then we've got the people in New York, so mm-hmm. it's like Tony, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Hulk. He's only in, gets it's only yeah, a part of banner. Yeah. And then it's the Vision in Scotland. In, yeah, yeah. The the Wanda and Vision in Scotland and Cap coming, uh, and then they come up with uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come up with War Machine or Commander Rhodey I think that's the only one that I put the actor's name, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the actor's name. Uh, and so then we also have a Wakanda fight scene <laughs> Titan fight scene uh, then we also have Vormir uh, and then also the the Dying Star, I have it in my notes, we'll talk about it later so we do, we have all these scenes um, were you guys overwhelmed at all? There was a lot. A happening. little bit, but yeah. I think it fit together well enough that it wasn't like so much information that I was overlooking. Right. I suspected with eighty characters or whatever that I was going to be like constantly like, "What the fuck's going on?" But they it kind of went along at a pace. That it worked. It was a simple storyline, yeah. I think, for each of them that it wasn't too far fetched, and they kind of picked up. It's like they went, and then it was almost like they went back in time, back to that next moment. Yeah. So it's like. They, I think they all happened at the same time, but they just showed it. It worked really way. well because they did have separate storylines, but they didn't inter like cross yeah. very often. Mm-hmm. So it was like, like okay, this is going on. Okay, now this is mm-hmm. going on, and it was easy to kind of like see it coming together. Yeah, didn't have all seventy people in the same room, right? And mm-hmm. that DC likes to do. <laughs> that would actually have hurt the movie. I, I think, think so too. But you have all these simple story arcs. Different parts. There were some combinations. Guardians mm-hmm. with Iron Man. Yeah. Guardians with Thor. Eventually, they, yeah, I think they all come together in two separate... Yeah, like it's two. Wakanda and Titan. Like yeah. Those yeah. are the two main places where they end up. But you just yeah. didn't really feel overwhelmed because yeah. Guardians were half there, half here. Yeah. You know, those type of things. So, I think like the, the whole story arc was actually really good for having 76... I think is what the final Something like that. it was. 76 named characters come up. Um, I did not see... Uh, the little boy from I didn't either. Three. Maybe he's in the fourth one. Maybe, right. yeah. um, I but I did see him in Jurassic World. Yes, he is in yes. that. <laughs> I, I he's, saw that. He's one. the worst part of that movie. I'm, I'm <laughs> yes. that. Even though we're not talking about that movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then of course Thanos and the snap. Yeah, that actually that actually happened. And then that's yep. the mind blowing. Yeah. Right there. 
Yeah, the fact that it actually happened. All right, so we're going to go with just the timeline. All right, so the first thing that we see or we hear, we hear the SOS signal. Yes, it's very hard to make yeah. out what they're saying. but Yeah, they're basically calling out for help. That is actually the, the voice of the director from Thor 1. Uh, oh, who's reading out the SOS? That's cool. That's Kenneth cool. Branagh. Yeah, yeah. And so he just he's reading it off, and it's cool. And you also notice that there's a bunch of dead mm-hmm. Asgardians, uh, and the Black Order, which I'll talk about the Black Order in a little bit. Uh, I don't have I don't know much about them. So I, I know everything about the Black Order. <laughs> okay, good. Um, there wasn't they never explained who they were in the movies. So. No, <laughs> that is true. Unless you know the comics, Black, yeah. you're not going to really know Black Order. Yep. Sweet. Uh, so, yeah, so you see them walking up, and you see the three people who are still alive on the ship. All right. Uh, you can assume that there are more people alive because he says half of the SOS right. are dead. And in that SOS, there's some little thing about how half of them got away. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's Valkyrie and Korg and, yeah. like, half of the yeah. other people. So the people you see left are Thor, Loki, and Heimdall. Mm-hmm. Three people that make the scene. Right, so and banners there, yeah, well, yeah. Oh, and banners there, yes. but he's yeah. not, he's not there, you yeah. know, because you don't know. The, we have yeah. he, he shows up a little later, yeah. And so we see a part where he's trying to offer up the stone. He's trying to mischieve them, right? He calls himself Loki Odinson, so he's basically accepting the fact that Thor is his brother mm-hmm. and Odin is mm-hmm. his father, and he's willing to die, you know, for Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, the iconic line from Avengers one, we have a, we have a Hulk. Right. (laughs) That was pretty funny. He comes in there, which is another interesting story about how Hulk can't Hulk out anymore. (laughs) Yes. Because he gets his ass kicked. kicked. Mm. He's just scared of Thanos now. (laughs) He doesn't want to come back out. Yeah. Did you guys like the idea that they did that? Kind of like had like a confliction between Banner and Hulk. I like that storyline. I just don't like in the trailers how they show Hulk in the Battle of Wakanda and he's yeah. never there. So they kind of just that whole clip didn't even happen. Yeah, exactly. That's got to be the next movie. Because <laughs> there's a lot yeah. of other. It was like a big red herring in the trailer that you expect this to happen and it yeah. never happens. Yeah, yeah that is weird. Never I mean, they're all running and you <laughs> yeah, never I was see looking that. for that. I was mm-hmm. Yeah, was that never happened. That never happened. Weird. Um, so then, uh, death to Loki at this point. Thanos chokes him out, and he tells him that there's no more resurrections, which means that Thanos knows about Loki's mm-hmm. uh, other previous attempts, which is probably, uh, he knows this because he probably was saved from the mess up with New York by right. Thanos thinking he was dead, and so then when Thor outed him <laughs> in Ragnarok, then Thanos is like, oh, he's still alive, I'm going to go get him. That's how he knows he's still got the cube. And so uh, there's there's a lot things going on. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for Thor, then Loki would still be alive. If it wasn't for Loki, then Thanos probably wouldn't have you know taken out Asgard. So there's a lot yeah. of uh, yeah. that's going on there. Um, and then Heimdall, right, uses gra- uh, prays to the All Fathers to get the dark matter to open up one the Bifrost last time. one last time, and sends the Hulk out of there. Then he gets killed for it, which mm-hmm. is, you know, good. But it's very pivotal that Hulk gets out of there. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. in New York now. He's in New York. All right. So the next scene after that is what? The New York meetup. That's what I called it. Yeah. The New York meetup. <laughs> yep. Banner, Strange, Iron Man, 
Spider-Man. Spider-Man shows up a little few minutes later. He was, he was on a field trip. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was late. <laughs> and He's Stan, like, Lee, Stan Lee's the bus driver. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, they they get that in there early, so you're not looking for it the whole movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So this is when it's the big, muscly guy from the Black Order, the Hulk guy. Their Hulk version. Their yeah. Hulk. Yeah. And Voldemort is what I called him, or Squidward yeah. is what they called him. Because <laughs> 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 they never They're said any of the characters. So he had the nose kind of like Voldemort. Yeah. yeah. Or the lack of nose. The lack yeah. of nose, yeah. But finally getting to see Doctor Strange meet up with Tony Stark was a pretty good scene. I like that whole that thing. Cool. And then, then real, well, Tony Stark realizing that Bruce Banner is still alive and them getting to meet up again because he was in one of the post credit scenes for one of the Iron Mans. I don't remember. The third one, probably? Third one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then... Spider-Man gets his friend, so his friend has a little cameo basically in this movie to s- distract the bus so he can sneak yes. out the window. <laughs> <laughs> they fight the guy who's got like the magic powers. That's why he's Voldemort. He's can yep. <laughs> Ebony Maw. <laughs> I'm never gonna remember that. Um. Which leads them to a spaceship because Doctor Strange gets kidnapped and Spider-Man, Iron Man go up there. Hawk stays behind because mm-hmm. yeah. he can't transform. Because he can't right. out. So they're on this spaceship and Spider-Man comes up with the plan from watching the movie Alien. One key part. Which part? The Spider-Man almost dies. Oh, yeah, because then he gets the armor. He gets the, the iron, iron spider. spider suit. That's right, yeah. I forgot about that. Yep. So Tony calls to Friday to send out, I don't remember the number of the suit, but basically yeah. Yeah. it shoots out, lands on him, He and then he blames Tony Stark for him staying behind because the suit's too awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, he also pulls the shoot, mm-hmm. and the, so the shoot pulls out, and he tells him, Happy Trails, which is a key reference to Die Hard, when he pulls the shoot on Hans, it says, Happy Trails, Hans! Oh, yes! <laughs> then they do the alien yep. thing. By shooting a hole in the ship to suck out mm-hmm. Ebony Maul. Ebony Maul. <laughs> and it's interesting because of the Iron Spider suit, he has his uh, wandos. That was cool. That's cool. When the legs come out. And so he's cool. able to save Doctor Strange because Doctor flying Strange out the hole. was also flying out the hole. And the cape missed him or the cloak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then that, they go, they're in that ship for a while. Yeah. Okay. Then we cut to Wanda. Is that next? No. Uh, oh, or Thor. Oh, it's back to Thor. Thor. Go back to Thor. Meets the Guardians. Yep. Lands on their ship. <laughs> I love that scene. That, that, that is funny. hilarious. The <laughs> Star Lord uh, introduction to Thor. Feeling threats. Battle of the Chris's. Yeah. <laughs> and then cool. Star Lord starts getting his voice all deeper. <laughs> like. <laughs> It's like, dude, who are you? What they call him, an angel pirate or something like <laughs> yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. He's a like, pirate he's, angel? He's like, this is, he's that's a muscle of a real man. <laughs> His hands are like steel. Quit <laughs> <laughs> filling him up. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm a man of muscle. He's like, You're getting fat. <laughs> I love the name. <laughs> Am I getting fat? I love that part. So, yeah. Um, quite frankly, a lot of that banter is probably unnecessary. Yeah, but it kind of goes with along with the Thor Ragnarok sense of humor, mm-hmm. and the Guardians have that sense of humor. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, and so then they decide to split up because we have to go somewhere uh, to, to get to- the Reality Stone. Yeah. But then Thor also needs to get to uh, Nidavellir. 
That's what it's called. To get a new weapon to, Ama. to kill Ama. axe to kill Thanos. Mm-hmm. So you need the proper weapon. Yeah. So Star Lord, Gamora, Drax, Mantis go to nowhere mm-hmm. to talk to the collector uh, about the Reality Stone, and uh, Thanos is already there, and Gamora just kills him. Yes. Just straight up kills him. With the knife that she gave to him. Yeah, yeah. So you see in the cutscene, you know, the knife that he gives her to keep her distracted from the genocide that's That he's doing to her planet. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So she kills him with it. And everyone's like, wow, that was... That was was easy. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, he just waves it off. Reality stone, you know? Mm -hmm. Because he starts... Or, uh, Benicio... Benicio <laughs> just starts, starts climbing, climbing in the cage. And then all of a sudden everything just like closes off and mm-hmm. uh, you look back and it's like destruction. He's like, oh, he has a reality stone already. Already yeah. done it. So, Mark, reality stone. So he's got three now. Um, oh, yeah. We didn't mention he started with the one that he yeah. burned down Xandar. Yeah, it's the power stone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the same scene where he just like turns Drax and... Into, uh, yeah, into cubes, cubes and then and thinking, Mantis into ribbons. They just were, yeah. you know, taken off right away, but again, yeah, that's, Reality Stone. That's in... It is in, in one comics. of the comics, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. He does that to Star Fox characters. and then also Nebula. Nebula is the one who gets turned Star into Fox? the ribbons. Is Star Fox? Yeah. It's a dude named... His character's named Star, Star Fox. Fox. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Nintendo crossover. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so that happens. And then... Star Lord promised Gamora that he'd kill her if he takes it because she knows the location of the Soul Stone. Yeah. Star Lord doesn't know that she knows the location of the Soul Stone. She wouldn't tell him that right. because he would be in danger. So he goes to actually fulfill that promise and bubbles, 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 bubbles. Yep. Um, and then so that yeah, you know, there's that. Uh, he takes her. He, you know, basically gets away from everyone else because, you know, ribbons and broken yeah. up and bubbles not do anything in bubbly. <laughs> uh, takes him back to the ship where Nebula is tortured. Until she reveals the yeah, location of the soul stone. Needs to go to Vormir. Then we have Star-Lord, Gamora, Drax meet up with Doctor Strange, Iron Man, and Spider-Man on Titan. I'm assuming they went there because... They know that he's from... That's his home. It's his home world, so they go there, and they have a little fight between them, and they're both after him, and then they realize, oh, wait, you guys... (laughs) I like that scene, too. Like, oh, wait, you're not with Thanos? You're not with Thanos? Uh, Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part of that entire scene is when they talk about the greatest movie ever... Uh, Footloose. Footloose. (laughs) I was like that old movie Footloose. He's like the greatest movie ever time. And Mantis pops up. Oh, like Kevin Bacon? (laughs) Earth's Mightiest (laughs) Warrior? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, was it Spider Man's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Are you sure? Who's like, nope. (laughs) So they have a a good old time on Titan. Uh, Then I added this. uh, Nebula shows up doing her. Typical move by crashing onto a family member in a ship because she did the same thing to Gamora <laughs> in yep. Guardians 2. Yep. So I figure uh, we can talk about the Stormbreaker or Pale can talk about it because it has his favorite character in there. <laughs> you don't remember that? The guy from Game of Thrones. Oh, oh, Peter Dinklage. That's his name. Or the, Eitri. Eitri, yeah. I, <laughs> I've never even seen Game of Thrones and I know this. Yeah, I terrible at <laughs> names. Uh, the, the character the, names. The star is Nidavellir. 
Yeah, it was hilarious seeing, you know, he's the smallest guy in real life, <laughs> but he's the biggest on screen. Yeah, apparently in yeah. the MCU, the dwarfs are taller. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, so he's, they're trying to get this star aligned, realigned, to get this weapon ahead. Because um, the, the base or the pattern was there, they just didn't have the star you know, yeah, the star was the, dead because Thanos killed everybody, basically. Mm-hmm. So between Groot, Thor, Rocket, Rocket or Rabbit, Rabbit, Good job, Rabbit, and whatever Peter Dinklage's name was in the movie, uh, Etri, Etri, Etri. Um, they were able to get the star in position to long enough to long melt enough the, to melt the. Melt the Metal. The metal, the metal yeah. in, into the into the axe, um, and Thor was like hanging in there, yeah. just taking the the full the beating, force of a star, full yeah. force of the star, taking the beating down, and yeah, the lens broke, and there's no way that anybody should be able to survive that, right? Because it is the power from the sun. Mm-hmm. The best part of the whole scene is we need to handle, and then uh, yes, and Groot there's Groot. He finally t- <laughs> it's the video <laughs> game out of his damn hands. That video game, classic arcade, Defenders. Nice. No, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to see what it was, but they didn't show it long enough. Yeah, it was, Def- it was Defenders. So it was a kind of a nod to the, the Defenders. Defenders. Yes, that's funny. That's right. sweet. Continue. Yeah. So Groot finally throws down the video game. He's like, "Yeah, I need to get involved here." <laughs> Stretches out his arm, <laughs> cuts it right off, and. Uh, Puts it right on the axe for the handle. That was that was sweet. It was. It was pretty sweet. Spoiling yeah. the end of the movie. Since Groot turned to dust, does his arm turn to dust? That no, <laughs> no. <laughs> is there going to be a Groot reborn? Because you saw at the end of Guardians. Oh, that is true. That it was you know a twig mm-hmm. became the next Groot. So does the does he spawn from the hammer? Now the hammer and talks. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, I am. What? That's funny. That would be sweet. See, I like that scene. I just think it went on a little too long. Yeah. In this movie, there was too much time building this hammer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, his next stop was Earth. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. There, it may have seemed like a whole lot of time, but yeah, I, they all. I think all these scenes happened at the same time. So yeah. It's kind of hard to. I didn't have a problem with it because the one the way they edited the movie it was. It wasn't just like focused on that. It, they, were, they were bouncing yeah. back and forth. We do see a little bit more of Rocket too, because remember, if we go back to our draft where I had Rocket as my team leader, <laughs> yeah. he showed a lot more leadership qualities he did, in this really. movie he, about talking with Thor and he's like, "Oh, I'm the captain, so I, I make the plan now." <laughs> <laughs> so that made me happy. Like, yes, that's right. You are a little leader. That's why I won. <laughs> you did win. So. Is there a name for Thor's new? Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Okay, that's what I just said. Yeah, I didn't know if that was like the ship or the they were on Earth. That's what I was getting confused. No, that's that's Nidavellir. Because that's 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 a little (laughs) ship that they took off on when they separated from the Guardians. Yeah, the The Stormbreaker. Rocket, Thor, and Groot forged the Stormbreaker. (laughs) Okay. It's right there. Yeah. Uh, After that, uh, we go back in time a little bit to Vision and Wanda. They basically just got done doing the hanky-panky. 
and they're thinking about getting out of bed to you know do whatever. But I went to the bathroom doing this. Yeah, I was gonna say you, you missed this part where they were talking. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I was like, oh, it's just them two. I don't. It, it's yeah, not they, that important. They, they basically did the hanky panky, and she was not upset with the the little vision. He <laughs> <laughs> seemed like, no, just stay in bed. He's like, no, but we have to leave. No, just stay in bed. Uh, that could not be so anything further away from th- what had happened. There. I think what I missed is they turned off their communications and yeah. mm-hmm. went away to have sex when they were supposed to stay in constant communication with yeah, like, Captain I th- America. I think the idea was for them just to run away from everything mm-hmm. and be together because she was outlawed, he was not. Oh, uh, okay. Because yeah. he signed the papers right. and she, and she did didn't. Yeah. Was this romance in the Avengers 2? Ever? It was starting. Like, it was hinting. Uh, hinting. It was hinting. actually star- it so. kind of flared up in Civil War. Yeah. Civil War. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, with the making of the, the pasta or whatever. The goulash. Okay. Goulash. But um, it's in the comics. They get married. Yeah. Hmm. It, yeah. They kind of just leave in Easter eggs in these movies. And it's yeah. like, if you know the background of the characters, you know what's going to happen to them. Yeah. It's it's not like it's, you know, a weird thing that they just kind of threw in there. It's not like, oh, oh we need yeah, we need something for the females. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. not like... Uh, he hooked up with Su- you know, Susan Carter after kissing Peggy Carter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nothing like that. Right? Okay. It actually happened. Okay. All right, so he, um, they decide that they do need to go, um, and they get attacked by two people, part of the Black Order, which is Corvus Glaive and Proxima Midnight. <laughs> Never going to remember that. Uh, and so they start attacking... You know, just whatever, trying to get the stone out of his head in Scotland. Um, just, you know, your run-of-the-mill battle. And then guess who shows up? Mm, Captain say, America. How do you handle that shield? Well, I, without a shield. <laughs> 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 she, threw, she threw the the, the her lance, which is not supposed to be able to be caught. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the, the lance of hers, I'll go into more detail, basically can transform into light. And so it's basically, you know, she can, she wields it and it's hers. But mm. he catches it and then gives it to Scarlet Witch. Which, which kinda, is, not Scarlet Witch. Uh, uh, Scarlet Johansson. Scarlet <laughs> Johansson. <laughs> kind of upset me. But the fact that he caught it meant, showed a lot of strength. And mm-hmm. I was like, Yes. <laughs> That's where Dustin went to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> After that, uh, and so they they fight him off, and yeah, and Falcon's in the scene too. He swoops yep. in and he swoops and kicks up. That guy. That's about right where you came back. Yeah, yeah. They were uh, fighting, Proxima Midnight says, or she's she's being beat by Scarlett Johansson and she says I don't want to kill you but I will mm-hmm. and she said all right well this is the only, only chance t- yeah. you have you'll never have another chance or yeah, something you'll never like that. Have chance and then they they kind of scurry off so at this point in the movies for the three movies Ebony Maw Proxima Midnight and Corvus Glaive are all unsuccessful in getting two of the stones mm-hmm. and the other guy the bigger guy yeah we have we Bad saw luck. Cole sitting for a little bit in New York, but mm-hmm. we don't really see him again until the Wakanda fight. Right. Uh, then they go with uh, War Machine to the Avengers Tower where he's talking with Thunderbolt Ross. And he's like, oh, Cap. He's like, bye. <laughs> and he's like, oh, interference. Click. <laughs> I don't remember what he said. He's like, now I'm an enemy of the state or something like that. Yeah. So they all go to Wakanda because they know that they need to get rid of the Mind Stone. 
and Wanda can kill it. Wanda can blow it up. They just need to separate it from Vision without without killing him. him. He wants to die. He just wants it to to happen. Yeah, but because it'll save the world. So nobody else wants it to happen. We don't trade lives. So it goes along with the whole theme of sacrifice for uh, the entire movie. Yeah. So then they go to Wakanda and they are upset that they do not have a Starbucks. Yep. <laughs> or the Olympics. <laughs> or the Olympics. Open up to the world. So then the battle of Wakanda happens. Yep. And, and the battle of Titan. Titan is happening about happens. the same yeah. time. Yeah. So at this point. Oh, and one big part the Soul Stone. Oh, yeah. That's a whole other scene that's happening at the same time. Or yeah. a little G- bit before Gamora this. Gamora and Thor. Mm-hmm. Oh, or not Thanos. Thanos. Thanos, sorry. And. <laughs> Red Skull. Red Skull show. That was crazy. But was it Hugo Weaving? No, he didn't want to do it. No. So my theory was right that he was in this movie. Yeah. You did say that? Yeah. yeah. The last episode when we were doing the speculation. I'm like, man, he hasn't been around in what, like eight, nine years? (laughs) Well, no. He hasn't been around in 70 years. (laughs) Since then. Well, like. (laughs) (laughs) Since World War II. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Got me there. Uh, So, yeah, what, what happened in that scene? So, they show, they show up. up. He's guarding the stone, basically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he can't he can't throw anything or sacrifice anything because he doesn't love anything. But it, so he can't get the soul stone, so and he, he couldn't punishment. Yeah, they basically stated that since he couldn't wield the power stone or the space stone. Sorry, he yeah, couldn't space wield, wield the space stone. And he failed at that. He now is the guardian of the soul stone, which makes me wonder. How, like, if Ronan would have been a good choice for being in there because he couldn't wield the Power Stone. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, got a little nice little cameo. <laughs> yeah, it was, was nice cool. to bring him back. It I wonder a, if they'll ever bring him back again. I don't know, but it was a comedian who does impersonations. Yeah, so he was doing oh, an impersonation cool. of Hugo Weaving. Oh, Weaving. that's pretty cool. <laughs> I wasn't sure because I'm like, it kind of I couldn't recognize like him. I didn't, him. Like, eh. well, well, I didn't know who the first Red Skull was. So I wasn't, like, comparing the two. Guy from the Matrix, pal. Come on. Matrix. I know that now. I know that now. <laughs> or Elf. Uh, or Elrond. Yeah. Or Elrond. Yep. Or yeah, so uh, we... Viva Vendetta. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or the voice of Optimus Prime. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or Batman. Batman. I made it up. He'd make a good Joker, actually. Yeah. Ooh, uh, so yeah. that scene, you basically trade for a soul for a soul, and that's all. He has to say, Gamora just starts laughing. Like, you don't love you anything. Say, you don't love anything. And then he starts crying. And we're like, God, what a fucking fake tear. Mm-hmm. And then he gets a soul stone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay. So then we have uh, death number two, which is Gamora. Was not on my list. It not on my list either. Nope. No, not on mine either. Um, then the Battle of Titan, they were really close. To pulling the gauntlet off of oh, yeah, Titan. Star Wars. It was there. Out. It was like at the wrist. I... But did he though? Did he screw up? I think Doctor Strange has a plan, based yeah. on his last words. Yeah, yeah. It Do- had to be done. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange. This was the only choice. This is the only choice. Yeah. Saw fourteen point three billion solutions, and there was only one, one that we went that it worked. Mm. So I think he saw this happening. He said they, it needed to happen. They had to lose to win. Yeah. And he gave up the time stone, and Tony had to be alive. So Tony is integral in whatever his yeah going to happen in the next right. one. So he does. He says it had to happen. We are now in the end game. Mm-hmm. 
and they don't make any progress anywhere on Titan because he knows he's just going to be blown away. Yeah. So he's just sitting there. He could make a little thing and send everybody back to, yeah, to Wakanda. Nice. <laughs> just do like a little... Yeah. So there's just a lot of mystery behind the the one storyline. And people are like, oh, Doctor Strange, why'd you give it up? You basically said that you would rather, you know, sacrifice yeah, everybody's yeah. lives for the stone. If it comes to between the right. stone and your lives, I'll choose the stone yep, every so time. He had right. known something. Yep. So the one time he doesn't protect the stone, obviously, is yeah. the one time they win. And you see all the question marks above Tony Stark's head after he does that. Like, you basically were not even close to being my friend. Yeah. Now you're sparing me? Like, what's going on? Uh, so then Time Stone happens there. Boom. So at this point, we have power, space, reality, soul, time. It's all five stones right now. Yep. One stone left, and it's in the middle of Vision's forehead. Is Thanos' skin impenetrable? Because why does anybody cut off his arm? It is not impenetrable. Yeah, because you saw. That's right. He gets a little he cut. Gets a little cut. I think mm-hmm. that his skin is tough. Because Doctor Strange could just made a little portal around just like him and then just off. closed it. That's what I kept thinking. I'm like, take his arm off. Right. I swear we've seen that before. Him, Doctor Strange, do that. Uh, I don't know why he didn't do that. Yeah. In this movie, we've seen him. We've seen a guy. <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what? The whole time I was like, just cut his arm off. Why pull the glove off? Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of plot holes, but just kind of had a. It had to happen. I think. This was the yeah the only way. Just had to happen. All right, so he's got five of the six. So we all know where he's going next. And because thing. he had the the soul stone, he's connected to every soul in the universe, so he knows where people are. So, so he can just go immediately go to Wakanda. So because he knows the mind stones. There. So then we have the whole big. Weird looking cinematic. monkey the things. <laughs> the outsiders, what they're called, or the outriders. The outriders. Outriders. Yeah. Outriders. Yeah. Uh, basically, the battle where Cap and Black Panther are running ahead of everyone. <laughs> that was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Uh, open the gates because they're going to go. They're going to go around yeah. to the back and then feed them in one spot. Can protect Vision that way. Uh, Wanda ends up leaving Vision's side to do something. And she kicks ass. And the, the one guy was like, why wasn't she down here with us the entire yeah. time? Akoya or whatever. Yeah, Akoya, yeah. Big, yeah. those big um, machines. I didn't I didn't put a whole lot of notes about the battle because it was just a battle. Yeah, yeah was, there's there's cool things like seeing uh, Black Widow and Akoya and Scarlet Witch all fight like in a group there. That was yeah. kind of cool. Uh, and this this uh, siege was... Uh, basically, three of the remaining Black Order members. You had Cole Obsidian, you had uh, Proxima Midnight, and then you had Corvus Glaive all together. Uh, I think maybe it was just Proxima Midnight and Cole Obsidian. I forget the. Uh, but well, the one dude shows up, sneaks into the Vision's room, yeah. And then the other two are yeah. like on the ground yeah. fighting. Yeah. Uh, so both of those people die. <laughs> yeah. By the battle. The Hulkbuster suit defeats the bigger guy. Yeah, because he puts wraps him up Takes in the Hulkbuster and yeah. throws him into the thing. And the he shield. Melts. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then uh, Scarlet Witch uh, uses her magic and shoots, <laughs> shoots her up in the air, and then like something explodes and gets her. The, what that rolling machine? I think. Yeah, the rolling yeah. machine thing. Yep. yep. So those are the end of those two people. And then as most of the video games you ever play, and you're supposed to be doing team battles, but you fail at it, you take on the big boss guy by yourself. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it seemed like everyone was doing. 
my turn. Oh, my turn. Yep. My turn. Yeah. My turn. And it just kind of set it up. And you're like, oh, I know they're just going to lose now because they're taking them on one at a time. Well, couldn't he just turn them all into bubbles anyway? Yeah, he could. Have. <laughs> Why is he even bother fighting them? I know he's just right. making it a little uh, easier for them. Dramatic the, effect. The best part about it, Cap caught the glove. That mm-hmm. was cool. And you can see the look in Thanos' face. Like, it's oh, like I have five of the six stones. What are you doing? Thor shows up with Rocket. That was that awesome. Was, that was pretty funny. Um, and Groot. Uh, the and he's just lightning bolting everybody. Can we all agree that's probably like our favorite moment? It's like his entrance. It's close. To it is, is close to the entrance of actually God of Thunder in Ragnarok. Yeah, <laughs> where he's like, "What are you, the God of again, brother?" And he's like, "I was expecting that song." That, ah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then the scene with uh, Bucky and Rocket. That was awesome. Where he picks, picks up. I'm getting yeah. that arm. Or <laughs> 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 what about, uh, I am Groot. I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> 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 that was good. I, I did like the, the humor they plugged in there. Kind of just lightening up a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. They do that in a lot of these Avengers yeah. movies. Thor's new eyeball. Oh, yes. I would have washed that. <laughs> yeah, I would have washed that. that in his butt. <laughs> yeah. Out in my all right. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Storm broke him in the chest instead of the head. Should have aimed for the head. Should have went for the head. And then he stays. or the arm, and everyone dies. Or the arm. Yeah. <laughs> everyone dies basically, except for a select few. Uh, spoiler alert! <laughs> uh, After we told you the, the whole plot of the movie. Yeah, yeah. like everybody. Now is the spoilers! Everybody <laughs> just kind of disappears. They, they turn to yeah. dust in the wind. Uh, Black Panther. A lot of Wakanda people. Bucky. Peter Parker. Bucky. Drax. Peter Parker. Drax. 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 Most. All, all of the Guardians, Guardians except for Rocket. Rocket. Yeah. All the Guardians but Rocket. Oh my gosh. Uh, That's going to be a sad Volume 3. Volume 3 is going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, Rocket. It's be very small. But. And Nebula. Nebula is Nebula still alive. War Machine still alive. Uh, if you look, the top few that were spared. The original Iron Avengers. Original, original Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> means they all have to get back together, which I can and see. And it's going to, they're probably all going to die in the next one. And it's the original Avengers in the comics, too, because Ant-Man's still alive. Well, if they all die, then you think you're implying Thanos wins, like, everything. You think that's going to happen? No, I think everybody else is going to come back, and They'll the come people back. that are alive now are going to be gone. They'll be the ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sacrifice to yeah. get so everyone. The, well, the originals back. will die, but the ones that were disappeared will come back yeah. and yep. come save the day. Uh, one little note about that: uh, Wanda does kill Vision. Oh yeah, yep. and then he uses the time, time stone, stone to <laughs> bring him back, and then kills him again. <laughs> <Yep>. Just to <laughs> kill him. What's the, what's the worst way? <laughs> Dying twice, twice. <laughs> two different ways, <laughs> and then she ultimately dies to the dusting. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, basically Avengers in a nutshell. Uh, we kind of talked about. Uh, I guess we could talk about the post-credit scene too. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that's I mean, a pretty cool scene. It was, you know, they're just driving along, and then shit starts happening, and then Maria Hill just disappears, and then he sends a page to. Yeah. He starts to feel like he's disappearing, and then sends a message to Captain Marvel, which I'd be very interested to see what she could possibly do for this. What Carol Danvers can do. She's basically a like Thor level powers, right? She's Superman level powers. She basically has the powers of Marvel from Kree, and so that gives her the same like superhero mm-hmm. type things. She's the most powerful 
entity in the Marvel Universe. Well, uh, human. Thing. Right. Uh, not not a Titan, not a, you know, not like a, a god or anything. She's, you know, in the the realm of, like, Captain America, most powerful. So I guess she would rival Thor a little mm-hmm. bit. Okay. So we'll see if she's able to do that. Uh, there's talks that Kree could potentially have the power of time travel, but... And Ant-Man kind of does, too, if he gets small like enough. Quantum realm, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. which is in my, my list. So I can't wait to see it. Brie Larson seems like she's doing a really good job with uh, uh, all the pictures that but we yeah, see. the behind-the-scenes stuff. What do you guys think? Because like, she has, like, a green and black suit. The green and black suit is actually pre Like a flight Captain suit Marvel. or something. Yeah, it's, mm. it's actually a Kree battle armor. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And so it's just a... I didn't know if they were doing that to like add some like special effects afterwards. Because, like maybe No, I think it's just a callback to or like a different thing she wears in the comics. Okay. That and then sense. by the end of the movie she'll have her normal it's like Iron Man in his original tin can armor in the first one. The yeah. Tin, yeah. 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 Alright, so um, before we jump into the Deadpool <laughs> we'll talk about the Black Order really quick. These are the children of Thanos. We've already talked a little bit about them, so I'm just going to give you a little bit of a quick... Uh, the original in the 90s, original uh, Black Order, or the Coal of Obsidian is what they were all called. Uh, we had the Corvus Glaive, Proxima Midnight, Black Dwarf, which is the Coal of Obsidian in the movie, Ebony Maw, and then Supergiant. All right, so we have the five. Okay. Uh, Corvus Glaive is the second in command of Thanos. He is the leader, the general, the most favorite person. Uh, he's enhanced strength, speed, durability, uses a bladed pike. And if that bladed pike is still intact, he cannot die. Oh. So he uh, in the comics, he was actually blown away. But with whatever body parts were left, came in contact with the pike, and he regenerated. Hmm. That's not good. Um... He actually kills himself in the comic books to prevent himself from being killed by Thanos. Hmm. Proxima Midnight, his wife. Uh, she has that lance or whatever. She's yeah. master hand-to-hand combat, uh, super strength. Uh, that lance basically uh, can transform to light and she hardly misses because of accuracy or whatnot. She was killed by Hela uh-huh. in the comics. <laughs> Black Dwarf or Cold Obsidian. Super strength basically... Like a Hulk, uh, his impenetrable skin, brother to uh, Corvus, killed by Ronan the Accuser. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. <laughs> he was, he's already dead. <laughs> he normally carries a battle axe as well. He led the Battle of Wakanda in the comics. Uh, Ebony Maw that we saw, he's the one who broke Doctor Strange and took him over. Uh, this one, he just tortures him for a really long time. He actually is the one who takes the Mind Stone in the comics. No, really. Um, he, yeah, basically takes him out. I don't have where he died in the comics, but he was killed by the alien reference. And then Supergiant is omnipotent, but not showing up in this film, so we don't have to really worry about him. So those are the five members. Maybe of the next Black time. Team. Maybe, but it'd be really hard to have an omnipotent uh, <laughs> villain. Yeah be really hard. All right, so the Deadpool, now that we're on to actually something else. <laughs> uh, so I just had to get the Black Order reference yeah. in there so we actually understood the characters. Probably should have done that before. Yeah. But they didn't do it in the movie, so. That's okay. Yeah. We need somebody to do it. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool. I'm just going to throw the three out there. I think I think this is 
These, I think these are the three people that I did discuss. I don't remember if this is the one I actually said or not, but I'm going to say this is based off the, seeing the trailers. I picked Cap, Vision, and Strange. But I picked those two because I thought they were going to die before the snapping because yeah. of what yeah, the yeah. trailer showed. Oh, I got to get the Time Stone, so I got to kill Strange. I got to get the Mind Stone, so I killed Vision. Mm-hmm. And then Cap, because he shouldn't have been there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he should have died in Civil War. <laughs> But he's wearing his nomad outfit, so who knows? I had Loki, uh, Cap, and Bucky. I almost had Cap and Bucky, but I was like, if he dies, then I feel like Bucky's a sure. I think Falcon would take over. Yeah, that's and true. Bucky's story is kind of over now that he's got his mind back. It's like, what he doesn't have much else to do. Yeah, the true. Loki pick was really good because he was straight up first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I even said 15 to 20 minutes into the film and it basically said exactly what happened. Well, exactly <laughs> what happened. Really? From the trailer, yeah. From yeah. The trailer yeah. yeah. Basically, you tell that, you know, he's going to be dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had Loki. I didn't make that quite an accurate of prediction, but I kind of figured since he had the yeah. Tesseract to begin with, I'm like, well, he's going to die. Um, Loki, Cap, and then I just figured Vision. Because yeah. they had to get the stone out. And just, I did and have that trailer on, has, on mine, too. When he got stabbed so many times, like, right there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, he's got to die. Because you take that thing out, what is he without it? Mm-hmm. So. I had all my guys, like, dying at the end um, of the film. I just, that's why I thought the battle was, you know. I had War Machine, Vision, and Drax. War Machine, I thought, he's already wounded. Half paralyzed. Half paralyzed. <laughs> I don't see his storyline really doing anything. Uh, Vision because because of the Mind stone. stone, and then Drax. I thought he's gonna get a little too cocky, kind of think. Oh, I can whoop. Things yeah, kind of like what we did kinda in like, the first Guardians. And he was in that monster, and they yeah. basically thought he got out and killed him, and it wasn't him. Um, but he was one of the ones that disappeared. I think that yeah. Wade was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also had Vision on mine, but I figured he would come back to like taking the stone wasn't gonna kill him. Like, it would kill him in this movie, but they would just boot him back up. Like, reboot him, and yeah, he would just be able without the Which stone. Sure, so I, I was like, Shuri might be able to. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I was like... That's, that's actually a theory that Shuri is actually able... She has the... Because she runs back to the computer and types something and then, like, runs out of there. She has everything stored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You probably take the body and then fill in the missing out parts. Yeah. That's what it's like. He'll die, but he won't stay dead, so it doesn't really count. So, Vision, actually, the only one on my list who actually dies in the movie, and my, well, my theory is he actually dies, is Vision. Cap doesn't die, and Strange Yeah, anybody that turns to dust, dust doesn't count. Because they're probably in the soul realm. Yep, that's what I wrote down, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Gamora's there, too, actually. She could, because she died... In yeah. connection with the soul stone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't, yeah, her choice of death, yeah. so I'm yeah. sure... That and that's where somewhere. Thanos wakes up. Exactly, yep. and Gamora's there, but just like a little baby version. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I was I was way off. I was a thirty three percent. Same with me. Yeah, because Drax died in, or didn't die. He's in the Soul Realm. Yeah, but we're, Vision, I think, yeah. he's, he's gone for now. Was le- legitimately killed. Yeah. So that's that. I'm not gonna do favorite moments. This episode's already. We oh, kind of already talked about. Yeah, we already talked about. We, we hit moments, a bunch so. of favorite. Ones. Did you like anything? Like, kind of just give you like a feeling like, oh yes, or you want to like pump your fist? Oh, there's like, yeah, there's the, a the Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that one. That, so we saw the catch the sphere, then also uh, and get this man a shield. Like, you know, I've already knew those. Yeah, were gonna somebody get this man a shield. Yeah, he's got pretty. 
why do you have to say it like that? Why do you? Why, <laughs> you just like instantly got racist right there. You just no, you had to say what like the, he said it. Just say it in your normal voice. No, that was like his accent. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I wanted to. I, I know. I know. Give him credit for what? Anyway, actually, I wasn't was close wrong. to the accent. It sounded more German. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Very yeah. 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 like, yeah. yeah. much talked about it. <laughs> Speculations. Uh, we Moving forward. Uh, let's just save that. We're, okay. we're getting long. Yeah. We'll save that for a different episode. All right, we'll make, I, we can actually make that a whole new episode. Because I got a lot. Yeah, It'll take too. a while. I have another three pages. Exactly. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I, I do want to offer this up. I want to get this in writing. Uh, <laughs> the film title. Uh, that oh, yeah. I, had I have Forever. Avengers Forever. Mm. Ooh. Oh, nice. <laughs> I had one. Avengers Attack on Titan. I have a reassembled. Because there's a disassembled. There's a disassembled comic book, so that makes sense. There's also one that's Adam Warlock and the Infinity Stone, but we don't know. We don't have Adam Warlock. Because Avengers assemble, and then now they're all turned to dust, so they got to reassemble. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good. (laughs) So that was long-winded, and we have plenty more to discuss, and we have plenty of material that we can probably make a whole another episode, Uh, but. I'm a little part of yeah, all that. Speaking. We need some beer because Pale has a curfew of 5.30 set <laughs> by his mother. So we got to get some of this beer in before Pale goes. Uh, we're going to start off with the Bear Hands Brewery. It's a brown ale from Indiana. Are we doing two ins, two outs? Two ins, we... two okay, outs. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yep. Two ins, two outs. But before that... Got some words from our Hopped Up Network people's Counterparts. friends. Com- compatriots. Comadres. Compadres. Compadres. Podcast people. <laughs> Podcast people. Podcast assemble. If you are looking for more beer podcasts just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. What's up, everyone? My name is Matt. And my name is Kate. And we are your hosts of the Craft House Cinema Podcast. Craft House Cinema celebrates all of the history, people, places, fuck-ups, and triumphs that go into the production of two of the world's greatest art forms, beer and movies. We also love hearing from you. Follow us on Instagram at Craft House Cinema to join the discussion. So crack open a cold one, watch some good movies, and hang out with us. On the Craft House Cinema Podcast. All right, welcome back. That was a nice little uh, talk from them. Good talk, boys or girls, <laughs> whoever, whoever we picked, whoever I picked, boys and girls together. Yeah. So, all right, bare hands. We have a lovely brown ale in front of us. Maybe, maybe. That's brown. <laughs> it's hard to tell without tasting. Oh yeah, we don't know how lovely. It looks lovely. Yeah. Uh, an American style brown ale brewed with two row barley and four different specialty malts. A medium body and mouthfeel is supported by hints of chocolate, toasted nuts, and a touch of sweetness. The complex malt flavors are balanced by the earth- earthy, floral, and citrus hop flavors of East Kent Golding and Cascade hops. ABV coming in at 5.8%. It is available only in the fall. And it comes in draft or 16 ounce four pack cans. From bare hands. Bare hands. All right. What do we got on the can of this bare hand? Pretty simple. 
Oh yeah, that's Not much too. That's pretty boring right there. <laughs> Got a logo, bare hands brewery with some hoppy looking things, and then a old Western style logo that says brown ale. Something like a there's like you would do. I would feel like yeah, that is. What is that? A nifty little squirrel back here. He should at, be on the front, like down here. He's looking like, at nuts because he's so nitty. I feel like these people also run a winery. They probably yeah, are. bare hands. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought when I'm like bare yeah. hands. And when I saw that, it looked like a yeah, it looks like a winery. A winery. Mm-hmm. Well, there's literally nothing on Beer Advocate, so I'm gonna just I don't got anything either. So we're we're doing this all from you know whatever. Oh, whatever. Bare Hands is out of Granger, Indiana, if I did not mention that. What color are my beers? Nerd beers. That's uh, a little dark. And it's <laughs> quite dark, but it's not um, like opponent? stout no. dark. No, Flanders like Dash? 27? 28? Oh, darker. Oh, yeah, that is darker. I hadn't looked at it yet. <laughs> I haven't even looked at it I yet. was just guessing. So Donkey Kong, here? yeah, Donkey Kong or uh, John Wick. John Wick's bloody face. <laughs> I think Donkey Kong. I like Donkey Kong. I like Donkey Kong for this too. Smells like a brown ale to me. Yep. Toffee-ish. That notes of coffee. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit of coffee cough. <laughs> yeah, coffee cough. Kind of a chocolate hint. Yeah, oh, I was some cacao nibs. Coffee, but cacao, cacao nibs, cacao. I wasn't sure what you said first. Oh, first I thought she said cow nips. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a second. Cow nips? <laughs> there's not a whole, yeah, there's not a whole lot of cacao there. Cacao! <laughs> drink? Yeah, drink that. Kind of dry. Kind of a shock to my tongue there. Kind of at first. Yeah, it's very you know. nutty. It's like it's how different. a winery would make a beer. Yeah. <laughs> of the tannins in this one. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. As I stated, Beer Advocate has nothing. I think one rating for one or four point two seven. <laughs> yeah, there's only two on rate beer. Untapped three point seven four three hundred eighty four ratings. That's even low. I wonder how I got a hold of this. I can't even remember. You bought it, but it doesn't seem very popular. No, it's nowhere around here. So you were traveling somewhere. Hmm. I would drink it. I probably wouldn't order it, like, if, you know, unless I had to. Or if it's the only, like, brown on the menu. How long have you been holding on to this thing? About a year. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Is there a brew date on there? Or? It was canned. <laughs> no, it's not that bad, actually. It was canned on September 20th, 2017. So you had it right so I had it at some point. And it also says at the bottom of the can, these nuts. Is <laughs> <laughs> it really? Yes. <laughs> that made me laugh. These <laughs> nuts. <laughs> That's hilarious because the can is so like proper. Yeah. And everything. And then so these nuts. These nuts. <laughs> I mean, you can taste nutty. Yeah, it's definitely nutty. Mm-hmm. It's like a nutty brown. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. I think it's, I mean, it's right there. Yeah, it's... It's not the best brown I've had. the brown experts here. It's yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, the the flavor is good. The nutty, little bit toffee flavor, um, initial, but just kind of drops off. Yeah. So a little bit more carbonation than I would like for a brown. Yep. Uh, yes, it's really that's smooth. Th- that is true. It's really smooth. 
So I say that I wouldn't order this again unless I had to. Unless I had to. It's the only brown available. Yeah, if it's the only brown available, I wouldn't be upset to order it. But I definitely would look for another. It wouldn't be your first choice in browns. Interesting mix they said with the earthy floral and citrus hop flavors that they did add to hmm. this, and usually those hops don't jump out at me when I'm drinking a brown ale. No, I so, wonder how much of the time yeah. do those hops bathe in these because I can't yeah. really taste any hops, which is good because I don't want my brown ales tasting like. Hops. I know that's why I was surprised yeah. when I was reading that. I'm like, wait, there shouldn't be any hops like that in here. Definitely no citrus. Mm. But, Chocolate yeah. orange juice. Yeah, I mean, well, chocolate covered <laughs> oranges are pretty good. Those are delicious. Somebody kept that bottle. That's just the thick mint. Uh, oh no, you got it. There. Like I don't have it. It's up there. I'm good to go. I'm gonna kick it off this time. Go for it. I give it a three and a half. It was a pretty good beer. I don't think the malt profile is as good as I wanted it to be. I've had better browns. It was a little bit too carbonated. Kind of like the. You know, it took a little bit of a little while to get that coffee and the nutty profile, but I don't even know if I would get a pint of it, knowing what it tastes like. Probably would choose something else. So I'm at three and a half. I gave it three and a half also, so I'll just go next. Um, I kind of agree with you. I think it's got a pretty good flavor. It's just a little overcarbonated, and it's not best brown i've had it's just kind of average so i think i wouldn't be searching it out but i wouldn't be mad if I, like somebody gave it to me right and the freaking can doesn't help like yeah exactly yeah, it's I not know. gonna be so i don't even know like definitely not much out. of this i get a 375 um it is absolutely the lowest brown that i've had <laughs> mm-hmm. uh brown ales and stouts are usually in the forest for me it's usually a baseline four. Uh-huh. Um, great upfront flavor. If if it had the back end of a lot of the browns we've had, yeah. I would say that this beer is really good. Yep. It's really good upfront. Like that's like quintessential brown ales upfront taste. It's just the carbonation that kind of take it down a little bit, I think, and it just kind of dropped off. Mm-hmm. I agree. From three seventy five, same for me. Pretty much same reasons, although. I find this one a little too nutty. I don't know what it is. I don't. Uh, it's just that upfront flavor. I mean, it's good initially, but I don't know. There's just something. The taste is just a little off for me. Well, maybe if there's a back end, they would level out. A that little. would yeah. probably be it. That's that's why it's a little off. It was like all nut and then like a little bit of coffee. All <laughs> nut. <laughs> all these nuts. It nutted too hard. All up in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. It was. I mean, this is comparable to the chestnut one that we had mm-hmm. from. Uh, UC, yeah, UCVC. UCVC. Uh, but we knew what we were getting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it had nut in the name. This one just. This was kind of a mystery. It just was brown ale. Right. That's it. Uh, Funny story. The next beer that we're having uh, wasn't my first choice. I went into the liquor store and I walked up and I saw an Indiana Brown that was, I think, a Center State or something. Central. Central State. Yeah. And it said mm-hmm. brown ale on it. I was like, oh, well, that's from Indiana. That's brown. And then I looked to the right. Yep, I'm grabbing this. <laughs> so we would have had two very vague brown ale labeled <laughs> yeah. ins. It would have been pretty good to compare. I'm glad you didn't do that. Right. So uh, that lead in will just let you know that the next beer comes from Brewlink Brewing, which we just had last week mm-hmm. uh, with their insert 
the hops here. Or Insert hop, hop reference. Or, yeah, that, that pun. You remember the pun? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the pun we cannot figure out. Right. So this one is called Nutter Cup. Uh, and when I texted you guys that I got it, I got two immediate mm-hmm. responses that, oh, I wanted to try this, and I would have been like, I've never heard of this. I would have known. <laughs> I just, I had seen it somewhere before. Right. I just, I didn't answer. I was uh, drinking. Yeah. Keith, so, you don't like us. I did my I was, yeah. Yeah. Just getting ready for that. I got to update this uh, sheet because they spelled Reese's wrong. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, not a whole lot of description, but we just had, we've had uh, Brewlink on there. Yeah. Uh, so we're pretty excited about that. So hopefully you get excited about it as we finish this up and head to the Nutter Cup. All right, this next beer we have, as we said, was from Brewlink Brewery, the Nutter Cup. Peanuts died to make this beer awesome. It's liquid Reese's in adult liquid form. Need we say more? That's all I have. Yeah, in a previous <laughs> previous episode, we actually had the insert hop reference, and we mentioned that we had Ivory Stout. So now we get to mention that we've had this brewery <laughs> before. We had Ivory Stout and insert hop reference. So that's basically it. There you go. That's the show, guys. <laughs> uh, Ray Beer has a different description. It says, if you're reading this, then you're probably not a peanut. That's because we drowned them all to make this well-balanced, full-bodied, and sweet chocolate peanut butter porter. Need we say more? Oh, if you are a peanut reading this, we suggest you run. <laughs> That's very funny. It does come in at 6.5 ABV and 55 IBU, according to Untapped. That's 55. Where I found it. 55. That doesn't sound right. I think someone did say this is actually quite hobby for a porter. Yeah. Surprisingly the descriptions hoppy. I'm reading, not hoppy, but very, 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 very nutty. Yeah, this is also in Plainsfield, Indiana, so it's an in beer. Uh, someone says it's uh, like a Buckeye nut flavor, so we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But for now, we're going to take a look at the cam, because that's the name of the game. And it's just like the other ones, it's gray and it has a lot of background stuff. This time it's just peanuts floating around in yeah, the background. Just, just a lot of peanuts. And the... <laughs> um... Yeah. It's got Mr. Peanut with his neck broken. Yeah, I got it. Well, Mr. Peanut in quotes. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Broken Peanut. Just ask you out of your Valina or Valina about the broken nuts. <laughs> if you don't get the baseball reference, he got yep. hit in the gonads <laughs> last night in the Cubs game. Surgery to fix his blown testy. Oh, oh God. God. It says Peanuts died to make this beer awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's basic. It's basic. I like the. I do like the the logo. Well, the main, you know, thing with the name. Yeah. Nutter. And their whole story behind killing all the peanuts in the world. Yeah. Makes me a little bit happy. This is a porter, not a stout. Just so you know. Yep. So it's going to... It is a... Skull and crossbones with those peanuts. Chocolate peanut butter porter. Yeah. Pretty excited about it. Uh, if you look at the color, it's definitely uh, darker dark, than dark. the brown ale that we had. If you... Uh, let me get up to the oh, scoring sheet. can't even see through that at all. No, you can't. It is in the 39s, the 40 ranges yeah. to me. Maybe 38. Yeah, I was going to say 38, 39. It's probably not 40 because I've seen like black, more black yeah. than this, but it is up there. So we got it's right on the uh, edge. Carl Stetton's hat. Who I don't know who the fuck that Carl is. Carl is from Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Okay. Mm. Thor's Rick, gladiator Rick armor. Don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> so I think it's about Carl's hat. If we do... Walking Dead, little boy's hat. <laughs> Carl! 
Yeah, that's a quote from the show. Yeah, that's basically what everybody says. <laughs> we, uh, that's what Rick says. Coral! 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 We have, uh, we have. That's because he's like British and he's doing a fake American accent. <laughs> we have two people in our guild who have the name Carl, so every time that they do something wrong, we're like, Coral! <laughs> <laughs> that was Kyle for a while. Kyle! 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 So, yeah, about Carl Stinson's hat, I think that's, uh, pretty accurate. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Uh,. Looking at the beer, yeah, that's pretty good. Smell it? Smell. Oh, beautiful. Oh, oh, it's a blast so of nuts to the nose. <laughs> you know that moment when you're watching Captain America appear on Avengers and you need to go to the bathroom? I need to do that. Uh, oh, wait, that's only me? Just a nut blast away. I, I was excited. Not it to that the, point. It was the beer, wasn't it? Yeah, oh. That was a good beer. No yeah. Idea. Oh, man. Can we just like, skip to uh, the drinking? Yep, yep. It smells like nutty. Yeah, it smells like del- nutty deliciousness. Go. I'm chewing. I think I'm chewing this one. Oh, so- I think we got the chunky can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is we didn't get the creamy. The chunky, this is the chunky version. <laughs> That's weird. It's <That's> very weird. <laughs> it's quite bitter. Yeah, that 55 was no lie. Mm-hmm. Definitely chocolatey. Mm. A little bit of peanut butter. It's not the, it has more nut flavor than like a peanut butter nut flavor. Yeah, it's like even the smell is kind of just like straight shelled peanuts or unshelled peanuts. It's not a hazelnut. I don't know if mm. you guys had hazelnut. Yeah, that's kind of what goes part of the nuts. along with the coffee-ish flavor. Usually, when I do my like hazelnut Nutella. coffees in the Keurig, kind of yeah. similar to this, like a Nutella type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this beer is root beer brown and tastes just like a Buckeye. Very thick and heavy with peanut butter and hints of milk chocolate. I get a lot of like roasted nuts on the back end. Yeah, uh, a lot of the peanut butter porters tend to be sickeningly sweet, but not this one. It's almost too bitter. That's true. I think the horny goat is a lot more sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like candy, and this one's more bitter. I don't know. I think. There's a niche of people out there that enjoy this, as Pale said, like with the whole hazelnut. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of the hazelnut, but drinking all that hazelnut coffee, hazelnut creamer, and you know just mm-hmm. that flavor, that's really what stands out here. This not tastes so- more like a Reese's cup mm-hmm. than it does like anything else. More, yeah, peanut butter than chocolate, definitely. Yeah, um, and I like it. Um, and the fact that it's actually labeled as a porter and not a stout just makes me mm-hmm. happy because most of the time you're like, it's a stout. Yeah. Regardless of what the name says, it's a stout. No, it's not it's a porter. Not quite a stout. It's just, it's more nutty than a stout. For sure. It's more carbonated than most stouts. Hold on, I gotta take another drink. I don't know about carbonation. <laughs> there's quite a bit of carbonation. It's not as bad as the previous. Yeah. It's not as bad as the previous. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. I'm gonna have to look up what I gave to Horny Goat because I think I like this more. Mm, I, was, I just really? had it. I yeah, pulled up. I'll, I'll, I think I'll I tell do. everybody. I think the Horny they... Goat had a little bit better balance. I don't. And this is really good. Like this is the this is more balanced than the Horny Goat. The Horny Goat was just too sweet. Oh, I agree. I, that's why I gave it. It's been a while. Okay, you both gave it. So Keith and Pale gave it a four point two five. Horny. The Horny Goat. Okay. You gave it. Dustin gave it a four and a half. I gave it a three point seven five. I don't know what I was on that night. Maybe it was just uh, a high of drinking a chocolate peanut butter. Because <laughs> it was my first one. Yeah, it was one of your first. I I can't go. I could. 4.75. I could. But. That's a hard one. 
You know, that, that one probably would fall in the category of miscategorization, uh, I think. We got another one in there. We oh, got the same I one in there. You can <laughs> compare them. <laughs> Can't guarantee it'll be as good. It's yeah. fresh. It's just I think this has a little bit of a teardown with the the bitterness. I think the bitterness, the yeah. But I, I think the other one was too sweet for me, so yeah. I, that's why I give it a lower score than everybody. Because I was like, I would choose this over the horny goat. I probably would too. That one was too. The horny goat was just too much like candy to me, and not enough like beer. Mm-hmm. Um, before I do that. Three point nine six on BA with nineteen ratings. <laughs> um, Ray Beer's only got seven ratings, so there's no overall score. But they've got a three point three six out of five in that seven ratings. Untapped has two thousand three hundred ratings, three point seven five. Our friend Patrick said very, very, very nutty, <laughs> hoppy. Did I mention Nutty? <laughs> Give it a three and a half. Basically what we just... Mm-hmm. Basically what we're thinking. Yeah. Heavy on the nuts. Oh, boy. No D's nuts on the bottom of the can? No. No. <laughs> In the uh, interest of saving time because of the Avengers, it <laughs> on quite a while. Yep. I gave it a four and a quarter. Uh, even though I said it is better than Horny Goat, it didn't get rated higher than the Horny Goat. I could have dealt with maybe 10 less IBUs. Uh, the hops kind of ruined it for me, but not really because it was a great nut flavor. It should be just called the chocolate nut porter, maybe not. Chocolate peanut butter mm-hmm. porter. Yeah. It is, it, it's more of like yeah. a regular nut butter, not a peanut yeah. butter. So, not peanut butter. Peanut butter is usually more sweet than this. Yeah. So I like that it wasn't too sweet. I would take this over one. I gave it a four. I know I gave Horny Goat a little bit higher. Um, <clears throat> it's good. The more I'm drinking it, the more it's growing on me. But just that initial, I don't know. I think it's a hazelnut thing for me, that nut type thing. Mm-hmm. Like you said, not so much peanut butter, but other style. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not working for me. But I do like the bitterness of it, and it does balance out well. But not too bitter. Just the initial nut flavor. No, no, not a fan. I also gave it a four. It's, I like it more than the horny goat just because it's not as sweet. It's, it, and the only thing is, this is almost almost towards the bitter side too far. There yeah, needs yeah. to be like a medium, but I'd still probably drink this first if I had the choice between the two. And I don't know, it's it's pretty good. It's just a little heavy on the nuts, also. I give it a four. I, I liked it. At first, I was thinking, okay, this is a little bit too much nut, mm-hmm. um, maybe a little bit more peanut butter, but it's growing on me. Um, and I, I could probably drink more of this. I'd get a pint of this for sure, but I don't want to get too crazy and I'm give it a four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't want to give it too much. I would fight all of you extra minutes just to explain the extra point you five <laughs> as to why I broke the hand-holding club. But, but anyway. uh, it's been a while since we've had one of those. I know, I know. Pale's usually the one that ruins it. <laughs> yeah, especially these recent episodes. I know. Like last episode, yeah, I ruined all of them. You were them, almost like, like an entire bottle cap ahead of me. <laughs> like, what the hell? All right. Next, we have a couple out beers. 
uh, from the same ones we had from last episode, Against the Grain and Surly Brewing. Uh, but before we jump into the 3-5-K stout beer, we're going to take a couple minutes just to tell you about our social medias. So please stay tuned. While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at DrinkInGeekOut at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content and previous episodes, and that is currently at patreon.com slash drinkandgeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. Thank you for that for the social medias. Make sure you get on that, follow us up, uh, all that jazz, Patreon, whatever. Give us money! Threadless. Threadless, yeah, buy t-shirts. Drinkandgeekout.com. Yep. All right, so we're moving on to our out beers, uh, Against the Grain, Another against the grain, and this time it is the 35K or the 35K. It is a stout, so I'm pretty excited. 35,000? Is that what K is? 35,000. 35,000. Yeah. Stout beer. With this beer, we're putting in a swimming pool. And <gasps> if there's enough left over, we're going to fly you all down here to help us dedicate it. Not <laughs> your typical Jelly of the Month Club beer. Dark roasted malt and bittersweet cocoa and <laughs> coffee flavor and aroma burst from this pitch black milk stout. The full body and sweetness are derived of the addition of lactose, a.k.a. milk sugar, which is not fermentable by beer yeast. A healthy dose of nugget and crystal hops provides a counterpoint to this ale's rich and complex maltiness. ABV coming in at 7%, and the IBU 25 and a half. Ooh, so it's like a milky stout then? Milky stout. Okay. Milky. Good. Really dark milky stout. The label is scary. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. There's a dude with tattoos, and he has no head. And he's, he's got a skull. Skin. And or is it a skull cap, or is it just his skull? I, I think, think it's, it's his real skull. And then he's got a little baby pail in his Bjorn. Pack? It's a pack. pack or a pail pack. Pail pack. <laughs> There's holding what? Is that a gun? It, well, is, he, is he holding The baby's a got a sucker. I think so. Yeah, he's got a gun. It's a weird label. Oh, yeah. Is that the same guy from the first game? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And uh, he's got a big satchel of money over his shoulder. And he's and got, like, the, the So the he's Russian, robbing banks and stealing babies. He's got the, the Russian uh, star insignia on his shoulder. He's got some death tattoos. I don't know. It's crazy. What is a full tattoo. Oh, we've got full. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, crazy. Looks like a character you'd see on Simpsons. Yeah. With the yeah. eyes. Like, the kind of the yeah. circle eyes mm-hmm. one match. Scratchy and scratchy show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> itchy and scratchy. Yeah. Uh, so I'm pretty excited. It does say stout on there. It's a pretty milk uh, stout. Um, moving on. The can's all black, by the way. Yeah. And then I'm looking at a bottle picture. The 35K is on the side. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at a bottle. Vertically. It just has like a sticker, but it looks basically the same as that. The can's all black and it's printed onto the aluminum. Wiggity woo. <laughs> Against the grain. Wiggity woo. This is the one that had the little description that basically shit all over Indiana beer. Yes. So, so I'm pretty excited about the taste. Not excited about the, your, their message. but yeah. As far as the color. Yeah. This is probably the darkest one we've had. Yeah. Dark is dark. So do we have a 40? Do we have a dark night? The dark night. I'm, yeah, I'm saying dark formally, night. Formerly known as Vader Black, but I think the dark night is more fit in. I know this... Dark forty could be so many different things. It could be 
Like Godzilla, King Kong. Godzilla's not black. No. Uh, yeah, I think he's, he's not black. It green. depends if you're looking at the old <laughs> Japanese. Black, black and white version. <laughs> then maybe. But this is like Power Ranger black. There you go. Uh, Black Panther, Black. Black Panther, Black Panther. Black. I can't think of his name. Zach. Zach, the original yeah. Black Ranger. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 what the hell was that? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, the smell. It's a stout, so you're not really supposed to smell anything. Yeah, you got to shake it up quite a bit to get a, a whiff. Milkshake. To unlock the aromas. There's no. something there. It's still stout. I just yes. can't tell what it is. Well, you're not going to. It's fine. It's a stout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not much of a smell. If you haven't figured out, guys, you can't really smell a stout unless mm-hmm. there's something in it. Some added flavor. Yeah, if you have like a blueberry stout, you'll smell some blueberries. If you have a milk so stout, weird. you'll just smell like lactose. If you can smell lactose. So that's what you're smelling right now. It's just lactose. <sighs> yep. So that's, that's... You can smell kind of sweet or whatever, but mm-hmm. uh, if you really want to know what it is, it's a... A drink away. A drink away. Start sipping it. Black coffee. Doesn't taste like it's sweetened. No sugar, no creamer. Just black coffee taste. Mm-hmm. Until with the lactose, though. Mm-hmm. It does taste like... It does, it does like a, uh, taste, taste like a milk beer. Milk stuff. But it does taste like a flavor of black coffee. There's not as sweet as I was expecting. Usually some of these milk stouts mm-hmm. is a little bit sweeter. This one has a very bitter balance. Or 26 IBU. Yeah. They say on the description it is a dark roast. Yeah. Rainbeer says the style is sweet stout, so you would expect it to be sweeter. Yeah. That's what this says as well. It's just real heavy on the back end. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the... That's a bitter seat. Dark cow! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the the 7%. I don't know why you turned into Sean Connery. (laughs) Get off your lawn. Someone in the comments said, not a milk style fan, but this one's okay. Another person said, not a milk stout. Well, it is. Sure it enough. is. Roasted coffee grinds, dark malts, dark bread toast. I can all agree with that. So what do they say? They say 3.94. I can't tell you it is better than church. <laughs> I think it's pretty good, actually. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. That's what the... Back end to me is like burnt toast a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing because no, it's I, not really that there that long. Yeah, I don't waste my bread. If I burn it, I burn it. <laughs> I, I'll eat it. If I burn it a little bit. I toss it. Butter, butter helps. If it's burnt on one side, it's like oh well. Mm-hmm. That's how it's gonna be. Uh, beer advocate. I said three nine four. Okay, I was just making sure before I read the rate beer one. Yeah. Uh, overall ninety six style ninety six with. 340 ratings. The weighted average is 3.68 out of 5. Untapped, 3.89. 31,000 ratings. Three friends. Patrick gave it a 3.75. He said I liked them a little sweeter, though, which I agree. I'd yeah. not really taste yeah. sweet. For a sweet style, it's not. Yeah, I was expecting a little bit more. Yeah. But it's still good. A few other friends gave it 4. It's sweeter than the Nutter Cup. Half. But that was a porter. Patrick did. We have a three point seven five. I checked in. I'm going to. Want me to start? Please. Yes. I gave it a four. 
I was torn between four and a four point two five, but like we just said, I was expecting just a little bit sweeter. But it's not a excuse me, it's not a <laughs> knock against it. It's better coming back up. Um, it's not a knock against it. It's just I was expecting a little bit more, but I would definitely get this skin. It's a decent stout. I also gave it a four. I was also teetering with a four point two five because <laughs> I rated Church at a four. Uh, oh, and I, I said that this that. is better than the church, but there is just there is something about it, not sweet enough. Maybe it's just it's just something that doesn't you know make this off. take take the cake is one of the better milk sounds quote unquote. But the flavor is good. the The chocolatey flavor, the coffee flavor. I've been drinking a lot of black coffee lately, so this is kind of kind of working for me. Should mix them. I should. This should be good. Mm-hmm. I also gave it a four. Ooh. I don't really have anything to add to it, but <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a four. Well, I'll give it a three point seven five. Fucking up again. I don't know. I just, um, I, I mean, I liked it. I don't. I'm not getting the whole sweet milk sweet thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody's saying I probably would have liked a little more sweet malt to it. Um, it was kind of like a stout version of the uh, decadent. Dark chocolate, maybe that we had. similar. That's what I kind of felt like just less chocolatey. Yeah, less chocolatey. Yeah, but um, I would drink it again. I'm not gonna beat that hard on this beer. Uh, hard, on. hard on, hard on, hard on beer. <laughs> All right. So next one, if we thought this was coffee enough, I think the next one should be pretty good. Surly Brewing's Coffee Bender. Yes. So let's I'm put excited. that in the books. Our next beer we have is from Surly Brewing, the Coffee Bender. Coffee-flavored American Oatmeal Brown Ale. This beer is our regular bender beer with a cold-pressed coffee brewing process. We steep 20 gallons at a time, so this beer will pop up at tours, beer fests, and special tappings. The coffee is roasted locally at Coffee and Tea Limited in Linden Hills. Guatemalan cold-pressed coffee aromas, intense coffee flavors balanced by the oats and the malt bill, resulting in a cappuccino-like creaminess. Coming in at 5.1 ABV, the malts use pale ale, aromatic, medium crystal, dark crystal, oats, and chocolate. The hops, Columbus and Willamette. And the song. <laughs> okay. Not going to read the rest of it. All right, so this is Minnesota, right? Uh, same as the, because uh, it's early brewing. We had it last episode. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, women drinking beer, you still have to talk to us because you haven't yet. Of course, you, there hasn't been enough time for you to talk to us yet. <laughs> we don't know that. Um, you just have to let us know if you've actually tried this. And if you haven't, I would probably check it out if I were you guys. Mm-hmm. It's definitely worth the checking out. The logo is the same, just uh, different colors this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, red to match and whatever. More and coffee then, beans floating in the background. And yeah, last they had the hops all floating around in the background. That is right? a different can than what's on the website. Really? Uh, yeah, the website oh, has, yeah. has a, uh, a mug with overfilling beer and then beer being pooped out. Or <laughs> it's like a rocket ship of yeah. beer. That's kind of ish to that. Yeah, kind of. There's a different description on here. What does it say? Aromatic as a bag of fresh roasted beans, Coffee Bender refreshes like an iced coffee and satisfies like your favorite beer. Utilizing the latest technology, the Surly Brew Team has developed a cold extraction process that results in intense coffee, aromatics, and flavor, bringing together two of our favorite beverages. Your only dilemma will be whether to finish your day or to start it with a Coffee Bender. It is pure coffee is what this sounds like. 
I found this at Target. Oh, did you? I didn't find this at the liquor store I went to because we had went into Target for just a little bit, grabbed like pop and chips for the hotel yeah. room, and I I ran over to the beer and I found this one and the pseudo yeah, Sue, <laughs> and I was like, wow, okay. Target's got kind of exclusive stuff. Yeah, they're starting here. Not much, but because our Target actually carries Maddie Anthony. Oh, six packs. Yeah, yeah there's a couple yeah, local breweries. They I see ten. They did tin have Taxman yet. You seen Taxman? Tax tax I haven't here seen in, it there. Or they in sold Indianapolis because Taxman is basically. Is, yeah. Uh, I would look at this, and I'm going to just take my first stab at it. Probably Thor's armor, gladiator armor, and uh, Ragnarok. Yeah, I would it say it's a little bit lighter than the. Yeah, the last one. Yeah, but it's not as dark. It's darker than the other one, the Carl hat. Carl, Carl. <laughs> so gladiator for I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm. I mean, props. It's not quite Dark Knight. There, it's just. I mean, I see brown. Yeah, you can still see brown. Kind of looks like the demagogue, but yeah. It's still darker than that. I just, it's hard, to, you know, with the 37s and 39s or anything. They're all down kind of, like 35. They all kind of look the same. Below yeah. or after. Pretty much, but I like that color. And then you guys are saying that it's like pure coffee. Oh, it smells exactly oh, like a cup of coffee. Wow. <laughs> it, this it's is the coffee I've been drinking. Uh, <laughs> <coffee>. Yeah, that's <laughs> what exactly what it morning. smells like. Yeah, <laughs> that's the dilemma. Do I start my day with it or do I end my day with yeah. it? Best part of waking up is surly sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, that is pure that is coffee. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't if somebody handed me this and told me to smell it. I wouldn't say it was a glass of beer. I'd be like, get this iced coffee out of here. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like, oh, it's like pure gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many pounds of coffee beans they used. Well, did he just tell you? Maybe you should have listened. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> you have to go back and listen to the podcast. I'm gonna go back and listen to the podcast. <laughs> well, the um, the watery taste on the outside. I didn't drink the beer yet. I just kind of licked the glass. <laughs> Kind of tastes like black coffee, okay. so... Yeah, it's potent. All right, you guys ready for a taste? Because this Let's is very this. potent. This is it's it's coffee. Yeah. Straight up coffee. I took a sip just a second ago. It mm. is straight up. <laughs> my God. Wow. This is exactly is. how I've been drinking my black coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black. This is a cold brew. This it? is a cold brew, for sure. And this is like the thing now. Like, breweries are doing cold Well, it's, it's cold breast coffee brewing process. We steep yep. 20 gallons at a time. Wow. I read that. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you what. A month ago, I would not have been behind this. But since I've been fasting, and when I drink coffee in the morning, I can't drink it with creamers or sugars, I've been drinking a lot of black coffee because it doesn't break my fast. So this is actually like up the alley of the beers or the coffees I've been drinking. And let me tell you, it's still awful. It's still awful. <laughs> <laughs> But I can, I can drink co- black coffee now. I had like a cup of sociopath. I had like a cup of sugar and like a cup of milk to my coffees usually. Yep, to my end. Sugar creamer. Mm-hmm. It used to be two packets of sugar in one of those creamer cups for me, and mm-hmm. that's it. I just pour my one percent milk because that's all I have. I just pour that straight in. Well, most of the time, I don't make coffee at home. I have a I have a Keurig now. Yeah, that's what I do. That's what I have. But like, huh. If I did, when I did, it was always two packets of sugar and then whatever I fit into the cup with the the milk. <laughs> but when I was at work, there's always two packets of coffee plus uh, we had those little itty cups. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. In there. Or, you know, whatever restaurant we went to. But now it's just all black coffee and this is up my alley and I still don't like it. I like it. 
I do like the coffee stuff, but this is this may That's be too much. This, too much this may be too much coffee. Yeah. Add a little one of those creamer cups in here. I think it'd be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do have a little bit of one percent milk. Add a shot. Don't get it twisted. I don't like black coffee, but I still drink it. This is actually not terrible as a beer. I think it. Yeah, it actually isn't too bad. Too much. Too much coffee. Yeah, yeah. As far so, as beers go, I just don't want you to think that I'm thinking this is terrible. I don't think it's terrible either. I don't even like coffee, but I think it's it's. It's accomplishing what it's setting out to do, so right. I, I can score it based you. on that. I'm curious to see like how much caffeine is in this. That would be nice to know because it does say with coffee added. Yeah, because so, does I the alcohol use our beer and we just made coffee? Does the alcohol destroy like I remove be all the caffeine? Any caffeine, so I just kind of ruined that. <laughs> coffee bender on the beer advocate four point one five. With 2,600 ratings, almost 2,700 ratings, uh, everybody basically rates this. Give it a 4 or 425. Looks pretty good. Uh, this is also in the top 50 on Ray Beer under the brown ale category. It's a 97 overall, 100 in the style. So I think all, most of the ones we've had today, I feel like, have been in the 100s. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they were... Not on here because they've only had like 10 ratings. Uh, 881 ratings, which gives you a 3.73 out of 5. Untapped gave it a 3.94 out of 43,000 ratings. One rating from Mr. Gone gave it a 4.5. He loved it. He loves coffee. He loved it. Great, strong coffee flavor. It also says 45 IBUs. I don't know if we mentioned that. You know, Mr. Gone's probably onto something. I think a little bit more, if you drink a little bit more of it, it does grow a little bit more. But, I mean, that's mostly all the beers we've had today just kind of grew. I'm yeah. I'm going to give it in the four, you know, four twenty-five, four four and a half. Yeah. Not bad. Let me mark this in real quick. I'm good to go. You want me to get started? Go ahead. I give it a four. <clears throat> As I put my untapped, is this coffee or is this beer? <laughs> I can't tell. But the more I drink, you get more of the notes of the actual beer um, once you get used to the coffee flavor. But, man, it is just so powerful. And it's good, and I love coffee beers, but it's so hard to tell the difference. Is this coffee or is this beer? Right. But I would definitely get this again. I think it's good. I give it a three and a half. Because I'm not really on the whole cold brew coffee bandwagon quite yet. If I were just going to have you know, a cold coffee, I would get like a iced coffee from Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would like maybe a little bit, I don't know, more of a beer flavor, basically. <laughs> um, but it's not like bad in any way. I just I prefer other things. I gave it four. I was teetering between four two five or yeah. three seventy five, and you know I was like, you know what, four is in the middle. Um, I'd been playing around with drinking black coffee warm or drinking it iced, and I've had a couple Dunkin' iced coffees, just plain black, and this was right there. Uh, I do agree. Uh, it wasn't a four twenty five because it could have had a little bit more of a 
beer taste. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. That's what did it for me. I think four is applicable. I'm going to squeeze in right between you guys and give it a 3.75. Uh, I think it's got a pretty good flavor. It's just a little too heavy on the coffee. And like you said, not enough on the beer. Yeah. But, I mean, it's... It is what it's telling you it is. It's a coffee bender. It's it's a it's a coffee porter? Coffee brown. Coffee brown ale. It doesn't I mean, lie at all. It doesn't it, try to sway it, you. It is what you'd it. expect it to be. It's just I'm not a huge coffee right. drinker. So. You know, I was expecting more like malts to mm-hmm. this, and I, it was literally all coffee. I was hoping there'd be a little more brown ale brown, flavor. Yeah. Well, <clears> if, you, if you wait on it, you can taste it. Yeah, you like, do. That's why like, if you drink it slow enough, you can get... Yeah, like the brown flavors. But first impression, definitely heavily coffee. Boom. I was not a fan of the smell. Punch in the mouth. Yeah, I love the smell of coffee. So <laughs> yeah. definitely unexpected. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that is all of the beers that we have, and that's all the time for Pale because we're past his curfew, and his mommy's going to go drag him by the ear. Mom, I'm home. coming. I'm coming for you. <laughs> We had to cut our Avengers discussion short. We'll pick it up. We could have talked hours, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, could have added more. We have other things that we're talking about. We have, we're have we definitely going to discuss how Captain Marvel and how Ant-Man are going to get mm-hmm. involved. We're going to talk about potential names uh, for the next Avengers. We're gonna, You know, there's... Plenty of and things. All the speculation about how that movie ended and yeah. what could possibly happen in Avengers Four. Yeah, mm-hmm. how, yeah. <clears throat> how were they going to bring those key people back? Because we know Black Panther has a sequel. Right. We know Ant Man has a sequel, so we know that they're going to. Spider Man and Doctor Strange, like all those are set before Ant Man. Mean to do a speculation episode. Yeah. So we don't have much time. Yeah. <laughs> so how is you know just depending. We have to figure out. So we'll get it done. Yeah. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully the you know you didn't listen to this entire episode without watching the video. That been really sad. Uh, so yeah, check us out. Figure us out. Check out our social medias. Do all those things. Uh, and until next time, drink, drink up, up and geek out. out. We did it! Yeah, <laughs> that was good. We did it in unison. <laughs>